0: Hi, everybody. This is Serena Catania with OWC Radio. We're at NAB 2019. And uh, I have Chris Vanderschaft with me. And I was just telling him I'm really disappointed because I can't smash anything today. <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping that you might have your cameras with yep, you yep. and we could do something really radical. I don't know what it would be, an egg or yeah, coffee like falling. or That looks cool. Yeah, yeah We could light an egg on fire and fruit. drop it. Yeah, 1,000 no. frames yeah. per second. So, in case you haven't gotten the drift, Chris is an amazing cinematographer that specializes in slow motion footage. <laughs> Thank you. And we love it. We've been following you for a while oh, that's now. Awesome. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and, and uh, OWC brought you into the booth, which I'm really excited yeah. about because yeah. you use some of their products. We
1: do, yeah. They're super awesome.
0: So, but first of all, yeah. tell me, how did you get started and all this? Go way back oh, to when wow. you were a little boy. Okay. I want to know all your secrets. <laughs> way back. Well, I never,
1: um, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I never actually, um, was initially interested in like the film world and anything. I sort of stumbled into it. So I had a friend, it's kind of a funny story, uh, who worked at a television station and I didn't even know we had a television station in that town and one one night, so it was were,
0: obviously a small town.
1: It, yeah, it was a small town. Yeah, okay. where, I, where, where I originally where started. Where was it? Uh, it was on the coast of Oregon, a okay. little place called Brookings. Oh, Probably never okay. heard of it. It's very small. Nope, haven't, yeah. I have now. Oh, yeah, now you have. Yeah. <laughs> and so they had a TV show, and somebody, a camera operator, did not show up. And so he called me, he says, Hey, we've got this cool live music TV show. Uh, I know you have a camera. Like, can you come operate? I was like, Oh, that sounds fun. So I went there and I did like second cam for this show and the owner happened to be there, and he said, hey, um, you did a pretty good job. Like, do you think you ever want to do this as a career? And I said, you're gonna pay me to play with cameras. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, and I was like, cool, I'll start whenever you want. And so I quit my job and started the next day. Oh, that's And that awesome. was the inception of it all, and I got obsessed with cameras and filmmaking, and um, that all eventually led into Phantom Cameras. Because everything just looks so cool in slow mo. Your eye, your eye can't see that slow. So even though something might look really cool when you actually get to see it played back at like a thousand frames a second, it just blows your mind. It's, it's pretty just, awesome. It's amazing. So,
0: so, tell me what cameras you were using in the beginning before you got oh, to the Phantom.
1: Um, beta cams, high eight mini okay. DV, like a long time ago. Um, all tape media. Yeah. Um, I
0: remember MiniDV coming yeah. out and everybody told me, we'll never use that. And yeah. then they did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or
0: yeah. like the companies that would say, we only shoot on beta. Yeah. And yeah. then you go out and you shoot MiniDV uh-huh. and then you transfer it. Did you ever do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. We did
1: lots of beta. We did uh, <laughs> Super VHS. I don't yeah. know if you remember that. Oh, <laughs> you know? awful. That was yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah. We did all uh, deck-to-deck editing and like, you know, Yeah. this was like right before the first nonlinear editing came out. And so... All that was like revolutionary back then, and you know, and then it moved into the small tapes, which were cool, and then it now everything's tapeless and you know, digital, and it's just crazy how fast everything changes. Did you
0: have a hard time with workflow for for tapeless stuff? Did, was that a big
1: uh, in the shift beginning? It was you? kind of weird. It was kind of strange because you had all you you know when you shot stuff on tape, you had like your archive already there. Absolutely. And you so look then, on yeah. the shelf and yeah, yeah. And then it was like learning how to archive a whole bunch of stuff and still keep original copies and duplicate copies. Yeah. And, and you triplicate know, yeah, if you So but we all, we all adapted pretty quick. Yeah. So.
0: Wow. So in terms of workflow, how much, well, we'll get into that later. Yeah. I want to keep going on. Sure. I'm just sure. so excited. I'm skipping around here because <laughs> no. my mind is going to all these visual places. You're using primarily the phantom cameras now.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I've been specializing
0: in in Phantom. Yeah, in Phantom work
1: for probably four years now.
0: Wow, those are expensive cameras.
1: They're not cheap. Yeah, that's a big investment. (laughs) Yeah. So, who are some
0: of your clients?
1: Um, I work primarily for agencies, and I mean, I've been freelancing forever. So it's like you have friends that are working with a different agency, and you work with all them. But some of the some of the cooler jobs I've done um, would be like. Uh, we did some Ferrari stuff last year, which was awesome. We had a huge crew of a bunch of different people, and we had helicopters and chase cars. And then I had the Phantom, and we did a really sweet shot where the the new Ferrari that came out last year comes in and sort of fishtails and kicks up gravel towards the camera. I saw that. that was, was that really you? Fun. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. yeah, That was cool. So I love that one. I was just like on the ground, trying not to get run over.
0: Yeah, um, trying to. But n- it oh.
1: looks, it looks sweet. So. Um, and others you know a lot of agency stuff do a lot of tabletop food things for um, anybody really people like garden Food Network um, people that specialize um, Nike Adidas um, they do a lot of like artsy stuff with their shoes or athletes mm-hmm. you know running and doing football and like close up of cleats like kicking up dirt and you know anything that can really be accentuated in slow-mo um, that's usually the type of work i get hired for with some creative like creative agency or something
0: so, so i'm still fixating on all the gravel from the ferrari oh, shot yeah. and i'm wondering you know like like on stargate when the wind wind machines were blowing yeah. i don't know if you remember that yeah, scene yeah. we had to have acrylic in front of us oh yeah did you yep. have protection
1: um for that one we actually didn't set up like a barrier uh-huh. of any kind. We we do that a lot. Like uh-huh. if it's an explosion, you have like blast panels or acrylic right. panels. That one we actually just use clear filters because what we did was we made our own gravel out of like uh, this soft, it's almost like the squishy playground type rubber oh. that you see when you're walking around a playground. I don't know what it's actually made out of, but you can buy it and then we just spray painted it and cut it into chunks and then mixed it in with some dirt so it looked like Gravel chunks, but it's all soft, rubbery foam, so it wasn't really that dangerous. Um, but it seems all right. Like who it would thought be.
0: of that? Did you think of that? No, the
1: DP, he's my like good DP friend. Did. Yeah, his name's Nate Garoffalos. He's over at the GSS booth.
0: So that. he's got the weird, yeah. weird DIY, yeah, yeah. That was kind of a really brain. cool
1: idea that he came up with, and it worked out really yeah, well. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so I wish we
0: could have done that on Stargate. I was breathing yeah. <laughs> yeah. that dust for months after that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, some of that stuff is yeah, pretty like, gnarly. Yeah, and like
0: in in one of the sets, they closed off all the vents and they're dumping diatomaceous earth on us. Yeah, you know yeah. to create the ugh.
1: Yeah, not not the healthiest.
0: <laughs> you know, everybody, people think the production business is like romantic. It's mm, yeah. there's stuff that goes on <laughs> behind the scenes that nobody ever yeah. hears about. Yeah. So tell Definitely. me about some of the DIY stuff you do with some of your shots. Like describe oh, the yeah. shot. And tell me what um, you did to get it.
1: I'm trying to think of a cooler one. So. A lot of times now, like, I, I try to do a lot of stuff on Instagram and I try to do things that maybe other people can try to replicate, you know, with slow-mo. And so we do a lot of um, cool setups with, you know, custom-made rigs, you know, to, like, pop things in the air or, you know, um, splash together. Um, that's really fun. It's just, it's just entertaining. It's like, I love that cause stuff. Because you, you try to make something that looks pretty ordinary look Um, Not ordinary, just like super epic in some sort of way. So that helps with the slow-mo. But if you can get like, you know, just even something normal like coffee beans or, um, you know, peanuts and candy. And, you know, you put that on like a piece of plexiglass um, and then you hit it from the bottom and it'll explode up into the air. Like it's, you know, some really cool VFX shot. Um, Or you can make like a pneumatic rig, which is basically just like PVC pipes. Um, glued together that you can compress with you can put a bunch of air in it and then you open a valve and it'll shoot stuff out so it's almost like a lot of people used to make potato guns like back in the day and just you know go shoot weird stuff but it's like that kind of thing but you're just shooting other things out of it and then recording it and slow okay i want
0: to know you have to tell me when you were a little boy did you like fill water balloons and throw them from the top floor or something what did you do for oh yeah did... I, I did a lot of
1: weird stuff when i like was like what yeah. i want to know
0: like that like but we would throw really? water
1: balloons off stuff oh yeah all the time <laughs> Um, We would always like I've always been into like action sports, so we would always do things with like, you know, skateboards and BMX bikes. And all of my friends were always getting into trouble and trying to make something and launch it off of something and run into something or smash something. And now it's just, I do it with cameras, too. And so. you get
0: paid to do yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, which is amazing. Come on, you're living the yeah. dream life. Oh, I really am, honestly, Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, I want your amazing. life. Yeah, <laughs>
0: No, I don't. I'm happy with mine. <laughs> but well, I like participating. Yeah, I like no, watching it. Yeah,
1: no, I'm super We actually did a really cool one where we made a potato gun um, and put a wooden uh, bullet into it, which is basically, it's just a dowel, like, you know, like a dowel rod, sort of shaped on the front end to be more rounded. And then we shot it through a whole bunch of, like, faces and you know um ceramic fixtures and just blew the crap out of all of them and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, like we did that for awesome. like a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> we just we went down to like Goodwill or something and and bought like 20 different things and then we just like loaded it up and you you know you spray your um like hairspray in there and then you you light it up and it just it's like a huge little I don't know smash gun. For just breaking stuff. Do you have?
0: Do you actually have a robot that you use? Or yes. Uh, yeah. Can you? Because yeah. uh, I was looking at that and I was going, okay, who built that? Sure. Who yeah. Programs that. Yeah. That's so, really cool.
1: Yeah. A lot of times, pretty much the only robot that I've ever shot with is the um, Kira robot from Motorized Precision. Oh. So okay. they're based out of Portland, Oregon, and they make high-speed motion control robots. Because when you're doing something at a thousand frames a second. the camera has to move so fast to be able to actually see the motion um, that you need a robot like like that. Yeah, it's like one second. So you're you're taking like a 30-pound camera and moving it from here in an arc like four feet away in like one second. So the the robots can go like four meters a second. They can move really fast. So, you know, you set up this something to pop in the air while it's on fire and then the robot whips around and then when you see it, it gives you this insane 3D parallax. Um, But yeah. Those those are the guys, uh, Motorized Precision, out of Portland, and they're amazing.
0: And do you prog- do you have somebody that comes from their company that programs the movement? Yeah, for we you? all we all work together. i know how to do that. Yeah, it's that actually together. they
1: they made software called um, MP Studio, which okay. is actually very simple to use, versus some of the other stuff out there is a lot more um, technical. You have to actually almost like spreadsheet type of stuff. You really have to know what you're doing. MP Studio is a lot more simplified, more simplified for people that might not know any of that, to come in. And you actually control it with an Xbox controller. You can move the robot and then save the keyframes. <laughs> and um, it's, it's a pretty quick learning curve. But there usually is quite a few of us on set. So you'll have a dedicated person to move the robot, and a dedicated person like me to run the camera, and then a, you know, a lighting technician and all that. So you know we do it as a team, for sure.
0: I saw, uh, I saw some footage of you outside with, uh, I don't know, what, what were you shooting? You were cutting. Some fruit or something outside? Oh,
1: okay. On a yeah, we've table? done a lot of weird stuff like that. Um, we've done, well, we've done some with the robots recently where we attached a knife to a robot and made it cut stuff. I saw that. Yes, that was that's cool. the one. That was kind of frightening, that's... but pretty awesome at the yeah. same time. Um,
0: so don't stand anywhere near Oh, you no, when you're doing no. That there's a lot of safety scary. protocol
1: on set. Everybody knows exactly where not to stand, and we make sure, you know, it probably looks crazier than it is, but um, we're very safe.
0: So have you ever had anything go really crazy? Terrible! Oh my gosh, that was an epic failure. Not with
1: the robot. You're Um, all lucky. Yeah, no, we've been really like we're all we've all been doing it for a really long time. So you know we're all pretty wild and we like to have fun. But you know we're very familiar with safety and we're like you know we always you know even though we like to light things on fire, everybody knows because they've been doing it for ten plus years. Like we kind of know our limitations on what's doable and safe, but still looks crazy. Yeah. So So what's
0: your favorite shot? Do you have a favorite shot?
1: See, that's so hard. (laughs) I know. Um, It's like asking me which of my
0: children I love the most. Forget about it. (laughs) But like, what are some of the ones that are highlights for you as a filmmaker?
1: Yep. One of my favorites um, would be one of the original smashing shots we ever did um, where we had my buddy come out and he smashed a a glass of milk with a sledgehammer because it just makes, it makes the most epic pattern that I've almost ever seen. Um I don't know, I'd have to I'd have to have a reference to show you, but it's pretty insane. It made this really cool, you know this really cool explosion. Um and it looked I don't know, that's why it's one of my favorites. And we put a cookie in his mouth and it was like cookies (laughs) and milk. It was super weird. We were so weird. But uh, everybody loved it. That's one of my favorites. Um the Ferrari shot's pretty cool. That's a pretty great one. Um the robot stuff is probably one of my favorite or some of my favorites. We did a recent one we did one with the probe lens. It looks kind of like a mosquito nose it 's a super skinny long lens, oh, and I we saw stuck that. it inside yes. of a champagne flute and had the robot pull it out while we were dumping liquid into it and so it 's a really unique perspective that you don 't really get to see because it 's like you 're literally inside the glass, but it 's not 3D at all it 's actual footage, so that was definitely one of my did you newest think favorites. Of that? We kind of all just brainstorm wow. weird stuff. And we do a lot of stuff on the fly. We'll we'll have like an idea in mind and then we'll go, oh, that was kind of cool. Like, oh, but what about this? What if we stuck that inside of there? What if we, you know, moved it over here, lit this on fire? So it's definitely like a group. So, you know. but
0: I saw that shot and I was wondering how you did that without getting the needle nose or whatever it was. What do you call it?
1: It's a probe lens. Okay. The probe
0: yeah. lens. Did you not, did it get wet?
1: Oh, yeah, it's waterproof. Uh, but it's
0: okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. the barrel
1: of the lens is waterproof.
0: Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. And I'm, yeah. I'm going, okay, which lens did they now just destroy? Yeah.
1: yeah, you can, it's over there. at, They have a booth in Central Hall. It's actually that way. And you
0: can see the it's, shot?
1: Yeah, it's playing on the screen. And you can also see they have it submerged in a fish tank. So you uh, can go, like, okay, That's it's pretty, pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, what's the most difficult shot you've ever done? Like the one where the client said, I want this, and you went, uh oh.
1: I don't know if I can
0: do that.
1: That's tough. We don't.
0: Oh, see, that's what happens when somebody's really good at what they do. You just don't say, I can't do it. Yeah, we usually
1: don't say that. I mean, unless it's like incredibly dangerous um, or something that we shouldn't do, we're usually just. We're going to try to find a way to make it happen anyway. Don't you
0: hate when somebody says you shouldn't do this? <laughs> don't tell me I shouldn't yeah, do something. Yeah. Was, yeah. I'm going to do it right? anyway. We're
1: just going to do it. Yeah. Um, just going to
0: go off and The do robot it.
1: stuff is probably the trickier, you know, because yeah. it's, it's complicated, you know, especially when you have multiple things going on at the same time. You know, like you've got pneumatic rigs exploding and fire and then a robot moving. And so that can be definitely more complicated than just sitting there on a tripod, um, pouring something. So, but yeah, I'd have to think about that. It'd be hard to, th- to rem- think about like what the most difficult one ever was. So.
0: Yeah. So the first time, one of the first times I u- was, had a phantom camera on the yeah. set was several of them on the chasing lightning for National Geographic, yeah. And we yeah. talked about, we were tethered. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- can you talk about the evolution of the phantom cameras yes. that you've used yeah. over the so, years?
1: Oh man a lot of the older ones um when you had to tether like ethernet Ugh. into uh like a laptop and run it's called phantom control software um wow it is that was so tough. slow yeah. yeah it's it's a, a lot more for industrial use and you know mm-hmm. scientific testing and that's kind of what most people use that for but nowadays All the newer models, like the Flex 4K, has an incredibly easy menu system. It's all adjustable on the camera. But my favorite way to operate now is with my phone. So there's a Phantom app. Yeah. Some operators in L.A., they made one. Yeah, it's really cool. Wow. What's Um, it
0: called? It's called (laughs) iPhantom. Yeah,
1: it's called iPhantom. iPhantom. I Um, I love that. It's amazing. That's what it looks like. Oh, wow. And it just... um, Okay, let me see. Yeah, go for it. And then if you hit that menu Shutter, button, frames
0: per second, white balance, game yeah. resolution, and mode loop. And you're on loop. That's yeah, awesome. Exactly. And you get your different tools. Yep.
1: So this is all the readouts of the camera. And then when you go into menu, you can see um, every setting of the camera. So if you just look through there, you know, you can actually change everything. The ISO, the That's white why. balance, the um, shutter angle, you know, sh- how many frames a second you're shooting. And you can actually trigger it and record it, and play it back, and save it all on your phone. Wow. Like, it's amazing.
0: <sighs> That's amazing. I think our camera on Chasing Lightning was one of the first times sure. the Phantom, the industrial version was being used for for film and television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, I mean, uh, the cameras are beautiful, but that was yeah, tough. Yeah, A- And weather situation on top oh, of everything yeah. else. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, hail, rain, mm-hmm. lightning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is awesome. This, oh, it's the incredible. The app. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's, it's really fast because there's other ways to control it. They have their own, like, uh, phantom control unit, which is like a little breakout box. But the app is it's just incredibly fast and intuitive. Um, I don't know. It's definitely my favorite way to record with it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, technology just keeps advancing. I know. It's, it's insane. Does
0: it make you feel like you're growing up? Could yeah. you please tell me never to yeah. grow up?
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> don't That'd do That would be it. very
0: sad. We can smash <laughs> stuff,
1: like, forever.
0: <laughs> that would be really sad. Talk to me at the, about your workflow.
1: Yeah. So, so do you
0: deliver the raw media and your client puts it into So if you're shooting for yeah. commercial, you deliver yes. the raw media? Or tell usually, me about your yeah. workflow.
1: So usually what we'll do... Um, is if it's like, you know, a pretty large set, they'll have a DIT, so we'll be shooting whatever, and then when the mags are getting close to being full, we'll deliver that to the DIT and swap out mags, and he'll just dump all the raw stuff and then back up a couple copies and then take it, and then we'll get the mags back. Um, We usually don't erase the mags unless we have to, so that way we always retain a copy um, just in case something happens. Um, so,
0: I'll bet they take one look at the speed of that Thunderblade and they go, Holy heck. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: It's super fast. It's really good. I always now, I'm always bringing the Envoys or the Thunderblade or something Those with me.
0: It's are fast. I can edit They're right off fast. the Envoy. Yeah.
1: I can edit uh, Flex 4K RAW files on the Envoy.
0: Which like, is it's
1: tiny? insane. It's super tiny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ha- it's like, it's literally like the size of my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I can, like, Even hold, a little
0: smaller than Yeah, even phone. a little
1: smaller, and I can get, you know, one or two terabytes of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And it downloads so much faster than just, you know, throwing, like, a, a traditional hard drive. I don't know exactly how much faster, but it's way faster. Oh. I do not like to, to offload to a normal hard drive if I can... I won't do if it. If I can help it, I so... Would, I would, like... <sighs> Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> well, because you know, usually you're dumping like you know a whole terabyte of footage, and and they want you to start shooting again. Yeah. You know, so it's like you just and gotta offer this fast. And the entire crew is waiting. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So well, the
0: DITs are are loving this stuff. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. So have you had stuff that you've done just for you that you've put into oh, your yeah. film? So what's the workflow when you do that?
1: Okay, so when we're doing that, um, you know, it's, a lot of it's the smashing stuff or lighting things on fire or whatever or uh, we do cool stuff with action sports friends where we'll we'll light their skateboards on fire and they'll do three <laughs> flips and it's friggin' sweet. Like, they're awesome. They're into it. They're, they're super rad. Um, but yeah, so you'll do that, you know, and then so we'll just offload our own stuff, you know, through the software and then we'll archive everything. So we always, I always have the little envoy with me at least. And so I'll rip that off super fast and then I'll start making a backup copy on the Thunder Bay. But then I'll just throw it right into the computer because you can actually edit the raw files with Premiere or DaVinci or anything, and make if you want to ProRes copies. But I don't even do that now with the SSDs. I just edit them right off the SSDs because mm-hmm. I don't have to. I can Absolutely. just I can have it, and then yeah. it's like full res everything. I don't yeah, have to worry it's about fast it. Fast enough now. Yeah, it's insane. It's really cool. Remember so. the
0: old days when you had to go. <laughs> I'm not even gonna oh say the word. <laughs>
1: It was so when bad.
0: You, when you cut and then you had to go online and offline. Yes, and, oh, yes. my gosh, the offline yeah. cut. And then you would have to have, oh, yeah. a, you know, an editor that's specialized yes. in the online yes. version. And, yeah. oh, my gosh, and then matching. Yeah. There's always something. That, it's that quite a run. workflow, yeah. yeah. Oh I love goodness. not
1: having to do that yeah. because it's just you can just pump things out so fast.
0: It's a changing world.
1: Yeah, it's pretty easy. Okay, nuts. so what
0: is something you, that's on your bucket list that you have not done yet? Oh,
1: man, like Phantomize?
0: like shoot anything
1: anything wise
0: well like first of all phantom mm-hmm. wise okay so this new 2000 frame per second camera yeah none of us yeah. have had a chance to use yeah, it yeah i
1: haven't even touched it but
0: like what would you do with that
1: um i would smash stuff i would definitely do something with liquids because liquids look really cool at 2000 frames a second so um
0: why don't you get exactly a water what? balloon
1: <laughs> right get right? a water balloon yeah and track it yeah that would be <laughs> sweet It would be cool because it's the VO series, so it's like you know, it's a little box. It's like this, but you know, I haven't
0: seen it yet. Little square,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm. So they they have multiple VO series cameras, and this is the new one that we haven't played with. It's similar to the size of a Thunder Bay, so it's Mm -hmm. like a little square. um, But that would be cool to put on a robot and. Hit somebody in the face with a water balloon while the robot's like whipping around them or something. Be fun. That could look pretty cool. I'm not
0: doing that for you.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: you get somebody else. <laughs> oh, Sorry.
1: I'm sure I can find somebody. <laughs> no,
0: I like you, but I'm not doing that. Right.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome.
0: Though. It would be awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I so don't. So
0: on your on your life bucket list, because you've done so much. What, yeah. What's on your life bucket list? Something that you would absolutely love to do that you've not done.
1: Mm, that's so tough. Like, it'd probably be. Going somewhere with a helicopter super crazy and filming it with a phantom camera like we're we're actually talking about doing that it's hard to put there's not a lot of phantom cameras in gimbals because they're they're so massive oh, they're they're, heavy. they're starting to be now, yeah, uh, with like the v o four k and stuff right. you know people have put them on drones now, um, but it would be really cool to find some sort of crazy Scenario. Okay, I've
0: got a, I've got something for you. Okay, yeah. okay, Teddy, you're sitting over there. I want you to go tell the guys at OWC. I want him to meet Florian Wagner and get in that helicopter shooting African waters while Florian's doing the Whoa. stills. You get in the okay. Phantom, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? Let's do get it. Get you in the helicopter yeah. shooting in Africa, shooting okay. on African waters type project. That would, that would be, be amazing. Okay, am I going to get myself yeah. in trouble for suggesting <laughs> that? But I think that would be totally rad. Yeah, I'm super yeah. into it. Yeah,
1: that would be amazing. See,
0: dream come true, right here on OWC Radio (laughs) Creative Club. (laughs) We are here to make creative people's dreams come true.
1: (laughs) Mine included, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. I'll tell
0: you mine. You know what mine is? No, what's yours? This is silly, okay? But my my bucket list. I've done everything on my bucket list, and I'm about to do a new one. But the one thing I've never had, like I've come close. I've never had a cover on National Geographic magazine. Really? So. I'm putting That's that a good out there. List, Cole. Okay? I've shot for their website, yeah. I've been in the magazine, yeah, I've yeah. done their film. I've never been Shoot. on the cover. So, okay, I'll work on yours if you okay. work on mine. Okay? Sounds
1: good. Deal. That's
0: so awesome. <laughs> this is Serena Catania with OWC Radio. We're here at the Creative Club at NAB 2019. <laughs> I'm talking with Chris Vanderschaft because. He and I are both connected very strongly to OWC. I mean, we bring all kinds of creatives on this show, but uh, I just love people that smash things. (laughs) And uh, So next time you come on, we're actually going to build something so we can smash something really fun. That'd be awesome. Thank you for doing this. This is awesome. Thanks for having me. You have a great NAV. Thank you. Take care.